Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. We've been going through the series called Fear. Now, last week we learned from the story of Mary, and her fear became feast. Today, we're going to look at the same story in a little bit different angle. We'll see the fear becomes a feast through another in another person. Now, this man was engaged to a lady, and he must be very excited because in a few months I'm gonna get married, and I love her. She is so beautiful, and we're gonna have a really big family and happy family. So he must be very. Very enthusiastic about his upcoming marriage. However, one day there was a big problem because he found out that his fiance became a pregnant. He must be thinking, "No way! This cannot be done." I mean, who did this? You know, it's up. It's definitely not me. And I was so excited about getting married with her, but she just cheated on me and she lied to me, and I cannot accept it. So he must be thinking. He must be very angry at her. But at the same time, he was a very nice and righteous man. So he decided to secretly divorce her. Now, at that time, if someone becomes pregnant before marriage, then that lady was worthy to be dead. He, she must. She deserves to be stoned to death. However, she, he did not. This man did not want that to happen to her. Her at least, but at the same time, he could be in a public shame if he get married to this adulterous woman, and for the rest of his life, he must be、uh, shame everywhere he goes. So, because of those two reasons, shame and guilt, he decided to、uh, div- secretly divorce her. However, that night when he made that decision, he had a dream. And in his dream, there was an angel appeared to him and said, "Do not be afraid to take her as your wife, because she will give a child. This child will be Jesus, and this Jesus will be the savior of the world." Can you guess who this man was? This man was Joseph. Yes, Mary's husband. So let's look at the story today, because you will see the another type of fear in this man. Matthew one twenty through twenty one. It says, "But when he had thought this over, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, 'Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins.'" Now, in verse twenty, angel appeared, and he said, "Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid." You see that Joseph had a fear, but This was a very different kind of fear from what Mary had. If you remember from last week, Mary had a fear because when she saw the angel, up automatically, immediately she was in fear. Throughout the Bible, we see many cases that men and women, young and old, doesn't matter. Whoever saw angel in person in their real life, they were frightened. But in this story, we,、uh, interestingly, Joseph was not really afraid of angel, but he had a different kind of fear because angel said, "Son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife." So we can see that Joseph's fear was not the fear of angel because Joseph saw angel where in a dream. So it was a dream. So it was not a fear of angel, but. His fear was to take Mary as your wife, so it was the fear of getting married to、uh, Mary. 
Why? Because I I explained to you because of his shame and guilt. So what kind of shame did he have? Yeah, he could be a public shame if he get married. He if he gets married to um, the Mary who was adult, who was conceived to be a adulterous woman, but also at the same time, uh, Mary was guilty because she became a pregnant before marriage, right? So before Joseph was instructed by angel in a dream, in his dream, he thought that he needed to. Um, Divorce her, and that was rightful choice back in those days. If there was any adulterous case, it was rightful to uh, to get divorced. However, in this case, because of that shame and guilt, Joseph was afraid to take Mary as his wife. It's a fear of shame and guilt. Now, this shame and guilt are everywhere. Wherever I traveled, I see shame and guilt. Now, some culture has more shame than guilt, and some culture has more guilt than shame. Now, it doesn't really matter what the law says, but as long as your people or neighbors or town and clan says yes, then you're fine. But even if you kept all the law, if you dishonored your parents or your family members or your neighbors, then you will be disgraced by or discriminated by your own people, and that is a shame and honor culture. For example, you know you're in, you're living in the neighborhood where everyone studies so hard and well that everyone goes to a best college in the country. However, you for some reason you made a mistake, and but it was not a really big mistake. You still made it to a college, but you went to a college that is definitely not not uh, not matching to the college that everyone in your neighbor made it, and you feel like you're shamed. There's nothing wrong you did. However, because of the pressure, peer pressure from your town and country, and uh, you feel like you are. Not good enough. You have a public shame there. However, the another another case is the guilt. Now, guilt is more vertical. It's between you and the law. So, for example, you're driving the highway and you broke the、uh, you break the、uh, the speed law, traffic law, and nobody cares about you because they don't know you. However, the policeman、uh, comes after you and then you got a ticket and you are guilty because you violated. Violated the law, so you see the shame is more horizontal and guilt is more vertical. Shame is a social discrimination. It's a social、uh, stigma that you feel ashamed because of what other people see you, whereas the guilt is more personal, more vertical. That it's about how God you you feel like how God sees you or how law. The law enforcement sees you, so we have the different kinds of the impact of sin. But all of them, shame and guilt, are from sin. Now we see this shame and guilt everywhere in our life. But that shame and guilt are not the new concept. It is everywhere. It it was from the beginning. From the another couple in the Bible, we see today we saw the Mary and、uh, Joseph, but we see it the very first couple. Adam and Eve. We see that sin and the impact of sin, which is shame and guilt, right there. Now you see the you know the story that Adam and Eve disobeyed God because they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil that God forbade them to eat. But they 
this couple, Adam and Eve, listened to Satan more than God, and then they took from this tree, and then they ate from this tree, and they disobeyed God. But do you know what happened right after they sinned against God by eating from the tree? They had a sin. Uh, they had a shame and guilt. How do I know? Because first, because of their guilt, they hid themselves from God. Now. Guilt is, again, it's a vertical, it's between God and them. And they knew that they sinned against God. And they did not want to see God. They did not want God to see them. So they hid themselves from God. Now, what about shame? Now, shame is more of a horizontal. They felt a shame about themselves together. Now, before they sinned against God, they were not in shame. They were, both of them were naked, but they never felt the shame. But after they sinned against God, they felt the shame. So what did they do? They made a leaf cloth to cover them. So because their because of their shame, they covered them, and because of the guilt, they hid themselves from God. But that was a very foolish act because they could not hid themselves from God at all because God knows everything, and they could not really cover themselves with leaf cloth because a leaf will wither and disappear. There will be shame again, 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 again. But that's not that's just a temporary. Um, punishment but the eternal punishment was waiting for them because of their ultimate reason for the shame and guilt which is sin because of their sin they will be eternally punished in the place called hell so what a what a great impact of sin they have the sin the shame and guilt are real and we still experience experience shame and guilt everywhere we live in the social media in our school in our uh, in our workplaces and in our, even in our home we have sin and shame because of what other people see us and because of what the law or what because of what God sees us we feel like we are guilty and we are ashamed now people try to get over all this um, uncomfortable feeling this shame and guilt now people say you know shame is really coming from other people right because it's about what other people see me so if they are uh, if nobody sees me then I don't have any shame or if everyone does that then I don't I don't feel shame because everyone is doing it you know a few days ago a few weeks ago, my family went to Puerto Rico for family vacation, and then we were um, we had a special activity. It was a kayaking with other groups, and then um, it was it was fun, but it was very hard as well because we were kayaking like a ninety minutes, one hour, thirty minutes. But almost at the end, uh, my youngest daughter and I were on the same kayak, but uh, we made a mistake. It, it was actually I my mistake. The, we lost the balance, and my daughter fell from uh, the kayak and she totally uh, got into the water and even even she she dr she drank some of the, the water that she fell into so um, but I was not in shame do you know why because it was all dark yes we're kayaking in the in the night so people could not see us so I did not feel any shame however I felt guilty because I knew that I made a mistake uh, because uh, and, and my daughter had experienced that impact of my mistake because she fell from the boat so you know when other people do not see you you may feel like ah, i'm not in shame but you still know there's something wrong in you that you made a mistake even when you do not have a shame but what if other people everyone is doing the same thing you may feel like oh i don't feel shame either 
But you know what? If people try to,、uh, if people get over that shame through pure,、uh, through hiding themselves from all the other people, or through doing everything、uh, together, the same thing. If they go further, like oh, I still do not want to. I still have a guilty, but I do not want to feel guilty either. Then what do they do? You know what they do? They deny God. It's like oh, there is no God, meaning that there is no such a law from. There is no standard. You know, I am the standard. Whatever I see right, that is right for me. And then you cannot argue against me. And I'm the I'm the one who decide everything. So I don't feel guilty even if I make a mistake. Do you know how dangerous it is? You know, if if I said to my daughter like, "Oh, that was not my mistake. You you made a mistake. That's why you fell from the from the boat,、uh, the kayak. So I'm fine. I'm totally innocent." Then what what kind of person am I? I'm a liar. Right, I'm a self-justifier, and then I would be the horrible, the worst father、uh, ever, right? But that's what's happening in the whole world, and we see it even in the、uh, Bible, in the Old Testament. You know, Abraham and Lot, and Lot chose to live in the Sodom and Gomorrah. But Sodom and people in Sodom and Gomorrah were like the people who tried to get over their shame and guilt by their own standard and by their own、uh, pure activity. Because they,、uh, when angels, the people,、uh, the men of God visited Lot, this the the people in Sodom and Gomorrah, they were trying to、um, get these visitors, and、uh, they trying to have the sexual relationship with this the、uh, um, the guest. Well, everyone was committing adultery so that there was no shame among them, but also they did not believe in God. So there was no standard, there was no law, there was no, there's nothing there, and they committed a sin together, and they thought that everything was just right for them, and then they did not feel any guilt and shame. So that's the that's something that I see these days as well. Now maybe just a few years ago, homosexuality would be considered as a sin, but now these days homosexuality is not considered as a sin because there are so many people are committing that and they are coming out as、uh, gays or lesbians and they feel like oh everyone、um, is. Has their own, you know, sexual identification orientation. So I don't have to feel guilty. I don't have to feel shame. So I'm just who I am. So it's we're living in a very different culture, different days right now. But the question is, is it really right? Just because you feel like you are right, just because you don't have to feel what other, uh, uh, what other people see you, does that mean you are truly right? Probably not. Probably not. Now Sodom and Gomorrah people, you know. What they happen, what what happened to them? They were destroyed eventually, you know. That's like a,、um, the fate of people who don't have any shame and guilt. Of course, the shame and guilt are not good. It's an impact of sin. However, the people who try to get over their shame and guilt by their own action, by their own effort, just like Abraham,、uh, Adam, and Eve, who tried to hide themselves from God and who tried to clothe themselves with live cloth, eventually they will be punished. They will be destroyed. They will be dis.、Uh, they will receive their、uh, due penalty. 
So we have to be very careful. We cannot hide ourselves from other people. We cannot hide ourselves from God. We cannot truly cover ourselves. We cannot truly hide. We cannot truly get over shame and guilt, no matter what we do. So what should we do? What should we do to get over the shame and guilt? We must turn to God. We must depend on God because God is the one who provides the true way for us to get over shame and guilt, eventually the sin. It is through sending his own son. God did a very interesting thing when Adam and Eve made a leaf cloth. God himself clothed Adam and Eve with a different cloth that was the animal skin to cover them. But you might think, what's, what's the difference? I mean, live cloth is still cloth. So you can cover yourself with a live cloth. So why should, we, why should we need the animal cloth? Here's the reason. Because not only to cover them, cover their shame, God also wanted to forgive their sin, get rid of their guilt by shedding the blood of an animal. Because Hebrew 9.22 Without shedding the blood, there is no forgiveness. So to show that, God intentionally sacrificed the first animal to cover, to clothe them with animal clothes. So that really shows the two things. God wants to cover their shame and God wants to truly cure their guilt by sacrificing the a sacrifice by sacrifice. And then that leads to the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Then this is the why this is why Jesus was born to into the world to forgive our sins and to free us from sin, uh, shame and guilt. Remember what Jesus has done on the cross. Now for shame, Jesus died on the cross naked. Did you know that? How shameful that would be. The Son of God, Lord of Lords and King of Kings died in humiliation, the most humiliated way. Why? It was just for fun? No, he took our, it shows that he took our shame. But at the same time, for our guilt, he died to our sin. He shed his own blood to forgive our sins to free us from our guilt that is why he died on the cross he did he did not he was punished for our sin he died in our place so perfectly jesus did everything on the cross to free us to free you from sin shame and guilt so he is the only way that you can truly be forgiven. You can truly be free from sin, shame, and guilt. There's no other way. So this is why the angel said in chapter Matthew chapter 1, 20 and 21, look at 20, verse 21, she will give birth to a son and you shall name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And Jesus will free us from the sin, the shame, and guilt that the, uh, Joseph felt in the first, but he was changed because he received this promise. But also, those who believe this promise of Jesus Christ, those who believe in Jesus Christ will be free from this shame and guilt because they are forgiven of their sins. So, this changes everything. And this changed 
fear of Joseph. Not only Joseph took Mary as a wife, but also he kept the holiness before Jesus was born. So his shame changed into submission and his guilty uh, changed to gratitude to follow Jesus, to follow God, to obey God. So this is the this is the wonderful transformation that any fear, any kind of fear that you have can be changed. Some people say, you know, to try, to, you can uh, get over your shame because you don't have to listen to other people. What are, you don't have to pay attention to what other people say to you. You can just listen to yourself, right? Just um, if you're okay, then you're fine. As long as you're okay, you're fine. That is how the world says, but there is a big danger there because even if you get over from your shame, you still have guilt. Just like the water, imagine that there's a mud um, at the bottom, but if you stir it, then the mud will come out. But if you lay it down, that uh, the mud will be in the bottom and then upper the surface level, you see the clean water. But it's not really clean because mud is still there, just like that. You know, even if you get rid of that, your shame and everyone says, oh, you are clean. But you know that deep down in your life, there is there is guilt. There is a sin. You must be forgiven. You cannot forgive yourself. You must be forgiven. How? Through Jesus Christ, the ultimate standard, the law of God, the word of God, the per perfect God must see you and says, you are forgiven. You are justified. You are right. You are perfectly clean. When you hear that, you are truly clean and you are truly free from sin and shame. You are truly free from your guilt. You are received. You are accepted. You are perfect in God's eyes. That is what the true, um, true transformation from fear to feast. Yes, we have fear because of our shame and guilt, but we don't have to stay in that fear. And we can have this feast because of Christ Jesus who forgives our sin. So you can be like Joseph and Mary that you will experience and enjoy the wonderful feast that God has provided through Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this great gospel message that turns our fear into feast. Father, we confess to you because of our sin, we had a shame and guilt all the days of our lives. And because of shame, we try to hide ourselves from other people. And because of our guilt, we try to hide ourselves or even make excuses before God, before you, or we even... Um, dare to say there is no God because we did not want to be locked in the guilt. But we know deep down in our lives, in our heart, we know that there is a sin deeply embedded in our hearts. But Father, we thank you that you provided your son Jesus to die on the cross in the public shame and the most, uh, the worst, the punishment for sin to free us from our sin and shame and guilt. So Father, we thank you. We praise you for your wonderful sacrifice for us. I pray that uh, anybody who listens to this message would truly come to know you so that they would be free from their shame and guilt as well through believing in Jesus Christ who died for them. Father, we thank you, praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray, amen.